Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, December 11th, 2018. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Believe it or not, it is sunny and crisp in the Gem City, and it should be similar in Columbus as Dwayne Long is going through the experience of raising boxer puppies. Dwayne, how's your sleep level? <laughs> yeah, that, that sleep thing you just mentioned, uh, not so much. It's not happening. They're just now getting active and their eyes are starting to open and they're uh, moving around and making a lot of noise. So it's, uh, and I mean at all hours, they have no, they, we haven't got wristwatch watches on them yet. So they are not, they're not hip to that. Any of you longtime devotees to Bucknuts Audio Productions will remember Front Row Radio, where it was not a show unless Dwayne's dogs had to be moved. So if we hear something in the background from the newer generation, we will appreciate it. Speaking of new people or new animals or new, Ryan Day in as head coach, Urban Meyer on his way out, all the interesting stuff that's delved down from that. Let's start with the staff. Lots of rumors circulating. There was a report that Greg Schiano is interested in the Temple job. There's a lot of chatter about who will have what gig in Columbus when Ryan Day takes the field as head coach next year. What would you do? What would be your first move? How would you like to see the staff look in general next season? Uh, the one coach that I'm just, I'm just, I've been calling for him to. Uh, move on for uh, a while is uh, Studwara. I just I'm just not impressed with what I'm seeing on the offensive line. I'm not impressed with the development. I'm not co- uh, uh, impressed with the cohesion, which is huge for an offensive line. I, I'm just not impressed with what I've seen from this guy. It's it's time to move on. Uh, as far as anybody else is concerned, I kind of just gradually have lost faith in Bill Davis because one question that keeps coming back to my mind, you know, we've talked about it and I've been a proponent of, you know, we're, we're really young at linebacker. That's one thing. And I don't know just how talented we are there. But also, last year, he had a veteran unit. You know, that's why we are young is because we had um, <clears throat> a bunch of guys that have played a lot last year. Uh, we know... Uh, we got one starter out of that lineup in the NFL right now. He's a starter down in Miami. So two starters in Miami. Uh, well, I'm saying from last year's unit. Okay, okay. Uh, Baker is definitely starting there from from uh, last year's unit. And you know, you got to say, well, you you didn't get it done with veterans. They weren't very good with veterans. You bring in another bunch of guys, and they're still not any better. Maybe they're worse. So, you know, uh, I, I thought it was too soon. Uh, I didn't come out in support of him so much as I was just, okay, we haven't given this guy a chance yet. Well, now we've got two years, and we're not any better. Uh, and I would say this unit is, is not as good as last year's unit. So uh, I'd move on from there. <clears throat> Other than that, I really want to keep the staff intact. One of the things we have to keep in consideration here is recruiting. We've got a bunch of coaches that the recruits are used to, they're used to interacting with, probably why they will, uh, uh, they have made decisions or other players that will make decisions 
have to do with the relationships they develop with those coaches. So you're going to start firing people willy-nilly. I don't know about that. You know, we've got a couple of coaches that could move on on their own. They just have a, a, an opportunity to, to take a step up with uh, Greg Schiano. Maybe he gets the head job at uh, Temple. Uh, and we're hearing that, uh, that is it Ohio U? The Grinch could be uh, getting, a, getting a promotion. So but this firing thing, I just don't, you know, fans keep talking about firing, firing, firing. I just don't see it's going to happen. And I, I really believe that recruiting is the backdrop to that. They're just, we're not going to change anything. I don't think we really need to, uh, you know, and, and let's keep the staff intact and roll forward. What do you make of the very, very, very strong vibes out there that Alex Grinch and Greg Shannon maybe don't see things the same way, as it were, and that they cannot coexist? If that were the case, would you promote Grinch? Or would you let him go to OU, or how would you approach it? Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> that is a very interesting question. You, you know, you got a younger guy with uh, Ohio roots and Grinch. You know, maybe he's got some different ideas that he can bring in there. And if they're clashing, I mean, we saw it before with Luke Sickle and uh, Everett, Everett uh, Winter, West, Withers. Uh, Withers. Yep. Uh, you know, we, we had to, we had to resolve that. Uh, he's, he's down there at Texas State now, and well, he was, I, well, yeah, I understand that he's been released from his contract down there. Uh, yeah, that just wasn't working. So, you know, if they can't mesh, somebody's gotta go. Here's the thing. You can't change styles. If a coach got to this level, doing things a certain way, just adjusting to what somebody else wants to do, that's going to be hard to do. And we could see the defense all year was out of sync, just completely out of sync. So, uh, you know, maybe one of them does have to, you know, they don't like to fire people anyway. So maybe just, uh, you know, find a, a place for them to go, uh, like we did with Beck, like we did with Withers. Uh, maybe that's a situation that's going to happen. I would really, really hate to lose either one of them, actually. I know there's a lot of pressure out there on Shiano, but, you know, you, you have to look back at the defense he's, ha- he's had here in the past. This was a very young defense. And and look at the people that were lost. You've got two defensive ends, both playing well in the NFL lost our entire linebacker core, lost a, a cornerback who is uh, in the, in the, on the short list for uh, defensive rookie of the year, lost a starting safety, lost a lot of people. And it should have got better as the year went on. I'm not going to argue that. <clears throat> but uh, in the end, we lost a lot of talent off the of defense. And uh, uh, a Hill, defensive tackle. Lost him too, so there was just a, a big turnover in in uh, personnel there, and uh, you know, and then losing Bosa, who is going to be a difference maker, a guy who's still probably going to be the number one pick in the draft. So lost a lot of personnel, lost a lot of players. 
So, you know, and, and I look back and I believe I saw Borciano's defense last year was ranked 12th in the country, and the year before that it was 5th. Had a bad year. You just don't go firing coaches over one bad year. And it was a bad year. Let's not let's not sugarcoat it. That defense is why we're not playing in the playoff right now. The offense, I mean, come on. Look at look at the offense. Uh you and I uh, at the beginning of the season said that uh to beat Ohio State you gotta score at least forty points. And that's pretty much been the case. If you're not scoring points, you're gonna we're gonna score points. It's gonna happen. That's one of the things I was thinking about with uh, playing uh, everyone. Alabama's unbeatable. Well, let's let's line up. Let's let's see what happens. Put us on the field and uh, and see if Alabama can stop us from scoring. I don't think any team in the country can stop us from scoring forty points. So you know we can uh, self-inflict like we did against Purdue, but uh, this team could have been. Uh, you know, it, it would have been interesting to see us up against those uh, defenses that people think could shut us down. I don't think anybody could. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think I told you this, and some, some, when they were talking about the possibility of Ohio State going to the playoffs, my feeling was your best spot would be the four seed. If you had to go through Alabama at some point, I would want the months to prepare. Um, and if they had that, I thought they'd do a good job. But we'll see. I'm not sure there's a right or wrong answer when it comes to coaching. It's so complicated behind closed doors with relationships and recruiting. But if the idea is one or the other, I think I would prefer just to see Grinch take over with the new regime and go with the youthful exuberance crew. But I could understand if uh, they bring Shiano back. I don't think the team's impression of Shiano matches that of the fans. I'm not saying either one is correct, but there you have it. On the recruiting front, which strikes your fancy? Zach Harrison could be more interested. Uh, Luke Whipler, the 2020 kid from Jersey, is in the fold. Jordan Battle um, was down to Alabama and Ohio State, it looked like. And then, <coughs> excuse me, uh, Alabama got a commitment from Michigan flip safety Daxton Hill. What's catching your eye on the recruiting front? Well, all of those things. Whipler is the one that really jumps out at me. I'm so impressed with this kid. I really wanted to hang on to him and Paris Johnson. Uh, losing Jake Ray did not really bother me. I thought that uh, that was kind of a legacy offer with Max. Max is clearly the better football player. Uh, I didn't think that uh, Ray could play uh, tackle. So I-, I wasn't really bothered by losing him so much. Uh, and-, and there are several other guys out there that I'd rather we go after uh, harder like uh, Turner Corcoran, uh, and he's saying the right things out there. And uh, Atterbury, I'm trying to remember his his first name right now. They're both tackles, and they're both better than Jake Ray. Uh, and I really hope that we come after those guys. And the word is, last time that uh, Bill or Alex had an update, that we were in really good shape with those two guys, and they are definitely tackles. So, and that's what you recruit. Recruit tackles. You can move tackles to guard. Guard to tackle just does not work. So uh, that's a huge getting Weipler in here. That kid, he's he's got tackle feet, tackle athleticism. He's just not a long kid. But, you know, if you needed him in a pinch to kick him out to tackle for a short term, 
he can handle it. He can move. Uh, you know, if he was longer, he would definitely be a tackle. So hanging on to him and Paris Johnson, that's that's the keys, and I think we're going to hang on to Paris Johnson too. So uh, that's a big deal. Uh, what's going on with Jordan Battle is he may simply be getting squeezed out down at Alabama. There's talk that uh, uh, Alabama slipped a Texas A&M commitment to, and Daxon Hill was now going down there. They may not even have room for him. He may not have any other choice but to, you know, uh, unless he wants to start his recruitment all over again and start visiting a bunch of schools. So uh, that's that's huge. Harry Miller recommitting. That's massive. That's massive. There we got the next generation. You got Paris Johnson, definitely a left tackle. You've got Weitler you can put at whatever guard you want. And then you got Harry Miller at center. So you've got the bases of the lines for years to come uh, lined up right there. So him uh, coming back in the fold is huge. Kate Stover. Kate Stover, you want to watch a film of a guy who absolutely dominates on a whole other level. Watch Kate Stover. This kid, uh, you know, we're talking about linebacker. He could be a linebacker, but I think he's going to grow into an end. Doesn't matter. Just give him a uniform. He'll he'll get on the field. Kids just uh, he's just outstanding. So it's just so much good news coming in on uh, on the recruiting front. You know, you think you're going to lose momentum. Well, we're already picking up steam again. So uh, it's it's just real outstanding to see what's going on there. And as far as Zach Harrison's concerned, I mean, what what better news could we have than it looks like we may be turning the tide? And there's there's some rumblings that that this may be turning around. So uh, you know, really, other than Jake Ray, is there is there been any bad news? There just hasn't, uh, and that's what people are worried about. So here we are, and you know we're we're gaining momentum and go in and win a Rose Bowl uh, and and prime time New Year's Day. I mean, it's just you, you you know we just lost Erwin Meyer, and you know that was a real blow to most of us. But it looks like uh, things are still moving along. We're still Ohio State. And uh, things are are going well. Yeah, I'll finish up with this. The one thing I think we haven't given enough PR to, and I come back to this a lot, and there are people who don't agree with me on this, but the marketing that former Buckeyes are doing, and I put former in air quotes because I know people don't like me to refer to any Buckeye as former, but those players who attended Ohio State that are competing in the NFL on a weekly basis – are doing such an incredible job marketing that it's it's really hard to comprehend. Ohio State has had a glorious NFL history. You can go look at it. You could make an argument that right now they're at their borderline apex with what they have guys out. I mean, you have the New Orleans secondary, Michael Thomas, the you know, Joey Bosa is going to be joined by his brother Nick Bosa. Dwayne Haskins is going to be the highest drafted quarterback if he leaves that Ohio State's had since when. I can't even do that. The center position has become a mainstay. There's three or four millionaires with Buckeye uh, leaves on their helmet. Got the highest paid guard in the league. Got veterans like Malcolm Jenkins. So 
keep this in mind. Every, and I, I've said this a million times, every single kid who commits to the Buckeyes, including the punter, thinks he's going to the NFL. If you do not have guys leaving early, if you do not have guys getting picked high, you can't sell that. So as long as they can keep doing that and keep winning their share of games, I think everything's going to be fine. I think Dwayne and I provided a rosy picture today, and I actually think the outlook is quite rosy, which is timely because we're about to head to the Rose Bowl and kick Washington's ass. So there you have it. Hope you have a great day, Bucknutters. Keep it locked on Bucknutters.